Welcome everybody to another Bertie and Paul podcast. You're doing well, Bertie, yeah? Yeah, doing fine, doing great. Another, another big week in the world of football. Yes, again, it, when you start off in the summer, there's not much to talk about, but now it just explodes. It, the, the stuff that happens is daily or every six hours, there's transfer rumours, there's all sorts of stuff going on. The minute the games start, it just gets really excited again. And uh, I really enjoyed the weekend, I enjoyed the European stuff, and I enjoy all the, the tittle-tattle during those games as well. It's been, it's been, a, it's been very, very entertaining. It has, without a, without a shadow of a doubt. And, uh, been all sorts happened, so... Yeah, I'd just like to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. We've got quite a few people listening to it now, and uh, we really genuinely uh, thank them. We're really appreciative of it. We're not going to go maybe to Twitter just now and different things like that. We're just trying to keep it sort of low-key, but if anybody thinks they want and their friends would listen to it, please pass it on for definite. We'll try and keep it good and realistic and hopefully a wee bit funny for you. And... Uh, uh, we'll just keep going and we're, we're de- dedicated now to try and keep at least one uh, leaving uh, the building every week, aren't we, Brian? Yeah, definitely. Thanks very much to all the listeners. Yeah, fantastic. So, on you go then. You take it away. No, f- first of all, I'm just going to uh, touch on the, the European ties. Uh, this week, obviously, Wednesday night, um, big game for Celtic, the uh, game against Rosenberg. Uh, finished, obviously, a 0-0 draw, Celtic progress. Uh, to the, the third qualifying round of the, the Champions League. It just seems like a, a never-ending road to get to the, the Champions League now this season. But, uh, I mean, the first half, I thought Celtic played... Uh, Celtic were dreadful. They didn't yeah. really play well at all, and Rosenberg come, come into the game and really sort of started taking to Celtic right for the start of the game. But, I mean, I, I suppose you're always going to get that in Europe. You know, these teams that they're playing against, I mean, Rosenberg are a good side. You know what I mean? You're going to get periods in, in a tie where Rosenberg are going to kind of be in the ascendancy and take the game to you and have a lot of chances, a lot more, a bit more possession than you. And it's just having, having the, 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 the kind of... The I don't know what you, how you would say it. Just having the defence is just being tuned into the game and just to be able to get yourself through it. And, which we did do. We can't, we can't slate Henry or, and then not say that he plays well. In those sort of circumstances, Celtic have lost the run of themselves and many, many, many guys. Van Dijk, different players like well, that. Nice. Good players have all lost the run of themselves in 20-minute periods and Celtic have lost the game. So I, I'm quite happy with boring European away games. Suits me down to the tee. Oh, I'd take it. I'd take it. Take it every day of the week. That's just what I was going to say. You've been, you've been to... Places where we should have won games. We've been to Anderlecht and got a doing. We've been to Benfica and got a turn, get turned over. And like Celtic players just like forget they're actually footballers, like bus drivers or something, like that, and they just yeah. completely collapse. So if it's a boring nil-nil draw away to Rosenberg, and then I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, so am I. So am I. I'm quite happy just to to watch the watch the clock tick away and the the, the, the Rosenberg players to get frustrated and. Trying nigglers and all these sort of cross field passes, and it just wasn't working for them. They didn't have enough quality to beat Celtic. And again, like people talk about defence, and we, we obviously want another defender bought or two defenders bought. But th- th- this qualifying discussion now is a bit of a misnomer because, like, everybody's saying, oh, there's 
they were laughing at Hibs saying that's the furthest we've been in Europe in like 31 years and then they said oh well back in the day like the three qualifying games whatever or three games in the UEFA Cup the fact is yeah. that, that Celtic would have would have met these teams in a European Cup simple Celtic would have met Rose, Rosenborg in a second round so Aye. Realistically, for us, this is our, our level. This is what we operate at. We just have to keep winning games. Uh, and it, it was the exact same for Celtic in Paul McStay's day. It was the exact same in Celtic in Ken Leash's day. It was the exact same as the Lisbon Lions. It's just teams that appear in Europe. You know, the champions of their league, AK Athens, are the exact same. And we have to play these teams. So it doesn't matter. Because it says a qualifier for the Champions League, it's still proper European games. It's the exact same in the UEFA Cup. Yeah, you know, still European football. It's European football. It's what it is. It's you've got to concentrate. You've got to put in a performance, and you've got to manage your away games, which Celtic have which we done. Didn't. Yeah. Geez, oh, how many away games did we not score? How many away games did we never win? And now with a sort of, I know, a sort of like a an untested defence and young guys out there, we, we seem to be going through the games and playing okay. You know. Yeah, that's it. I mean, good game management, I think, is the, is the new technical term, isn't it? Game management and just keeping the ball, keeping it ticking over. I mean, the second half, Rosenberg, didn't have, I thought, didn't have anything. But they were really trying. They were really sticking And Celtic, Celtic were pretty comfortable, I thought, in the second half. Well, that's it. Same again. Same again. Yeah. And then, and then obviously... Obviously, you get the Rangers, obviously, as well. Uh, took a one-each draw. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, that also jet like a decent side, but uh, full credit to Rangers again, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, obviously, years gone by, this is we're all paying for it now, playing in all these qualifying ties and all the rest of it. So, yeah. the more, the more, the further the Scottish teams go, the better, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, it's the same with Hibs as well, which... I was surprised at Hibs. I thought Hibs were out. I was surprised. Yeah, I, thought... that, I was surprised that uh, Aberdeen done as well as he did. But I thought Hibs were out, definitely. Yeah, I thought Hibs were out as well. And Aberdeen, I thought Aberdeen played really well, but I think he just sort of ran out of legs. Yeah, but... but it's just one of these things. I mean, the penalty, the third goal was probably pretty cruel. I don't know if it was really a penalty. I mean, the boys had did hit the. I think it was McKenna that did hit his hand, but he's kind of his hands down next to his body, and it does hit him. And I suppose technically it is a penalty, but it seemed a bit harsh. Yeah, so it's three three teams through. Okay, sort of leg teams to play next. But I yeah. suppose that the focus on us is is Celtic. So Celtic, yeah, we, we have to yeah. we have to play well against AK Athens, and it says then Chan might play. He sort of he think, he might play, so maybe I mean, that 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 would be a bit of a blow. Definitely. After lost the jam, I, I think it would be. I think obviously, I, I think last year the player that would have probably been in there would have been Armstrong. Yeah, and we probably wouldn't have suffered too much. Whereas this year, I don't know. I, I think probably you're looking at somebody like Callum McGregor or maybe Kwasi to go in there mm-hmm. beside Brown. And I, I don't know if, if Kwasi's up to that level yet. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll see. So, so we had that then, and then we had uh, Flag Day. We had Flag Day. We had Flag Day on Saturday. Yes. Flag Flag Day is a funny thing, isn't it? Flag Day for me is just one Fergus McCann. 
Every time I think of Flag Day, I think of Fergus McCann. And I yeah. just feel shame. But actually, listening to the stuff about Danny McGrain, I was quite emotional. Again, a guy that's served as well and very humble person, it seems to be. And I yeah. was just... Yeah, I think it's a nice thing. Like they were saying in the radio that he tried at half one and it didn't work. You know, so... I just like just work for him. Just let this. I mean, it's actually when you. I was trying to explain it to the kids about we we unfurl the flag, and it sounds silly. To be honest, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't sound like. And then and I'm like, yeah, we unfurl the flag. And we, but actually, it's it's a nice thing. It's a nice thing, especially is, yeah. especially when a a big Celtic legend like that gets to do it. You were there. You were there. I was there. Yeah, I was at a game. Uh, good atmosphere. All the, the kind of firecrackers, all the rest taking off, and the fireworks and stuff. Pretty good yeah, uh, before the match, but I must admit, the guy who is the Celtic PR announcer mm-hmm. is just does my boxing <laughs> all the time. He's, is I think he's, I think he's trying. I think he's trying to be like the guy out of uh, the boxing comment, the boxing announcer, ring announcer, right, okay. uh, Michael Buffer. Right, okay. It's like to rumble. Or? No, no, no. We've got the guy. I mean, the teams come out from the tunnel, right? right? They're, they're walking out. They put the, the wee podium thing up for the the flag and all the rest of it. Yeah. And it's let's make some noise for the boys. <laughs> and you're like, and it's like, Wah! right? Oh, and then just before the kickoff, it's let's make some noise for the boys. And you're like, oh, don't say it again. You're just pure cringing in your seat. Please don't say that again. Go Please st- don't. Stand at the back of the cinema. Just like, I don't want to. This is the wrong movie. I didn't sign up for this. I please do not say that again. And then at half time, at half time mm-hmm. after the team comes out after half time. Yeah. Let's make some noise for the boys. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. Please give that a buy. Just please give it a buy. A buy. A buy. <laughs> Honestly, I, I hate that. It's horrific. Absolutely horrific. Mm. But, but anyway, they love it. But so. Oh, I, I they love, love it, love don't it. they? There's a new, as I said, I was talking to you the other day, there's a new breed of like Celtic fan, I think. Maybe it's just, get, I'm just getting old, but there's like a new breed of Celtic fan that's really into all that kind of stuff. And they'll like just, jump about and make a lot of noise for the boys, we just, quite pretty literally. But we, just want, just, we just want Frank Bruno out there with a red trackie on at half time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a Rod Stewart impersonator. Jump <laughs> <laughs> jump about and I can't stop or Tiger Tim Tiger Tim anyway. Tiger Tim yep Tiger Tim was there as well aye <laughs> or you go down to swap your Panini stickers and realise that it's never opened <laughs> it's never been opened since 1973 <laughs> Panini swap shop I know I, but, uh, I dream about that sometimes I think to myself like, what was there what was happening in the Panini swap shop but yeah, I don't. I, I really don't know. It's just passing but you by. Anyway, the game, the game was. I mean, pretty. Celtic played really well. Uh, well we had our number really no before the before the game. We had uh, Kenneth Miller. Who, I mean, Kenneth Miller. Yeah, who's forget? Who, he's totally forgotten that he's played thirty three games for Glasgow Celtic. He's just yeah. He's totally forgotten about it. 
Aye, scored scored in a derby. Yeah, kissed the badge and or whatever he did with the badge and yeah. Aye, the pantomime villain, Kenny Miller. Just totally forgot. <laughs> just totally forgot about it. <laughs> but in the same in the same week, he comes out and just absolute hammers. Hammers Rangers as well, you know, Rangers the club or Rangers the board or or, or as Kenny said, the dark. There's darkness. Dark darkness. forces. Dark forces. Mm, well. Kenneth. Uh, Kenny Miller. I'll just read this to you just, just to from Keith. Get on you go, yeah. Now, having spent twenty years building an immaculate reputation for himself as the model professional, Miller begins his new life. There you go. There you go. Kenny, Twenty years as a model professional. Apparently, Kenny went. Not that, to... not that, not that you would catch Kenny Miller getting arrested in Dolcianos <laughs> and Boswell or anything like that. The model professional that he is. Kenny Miller went to bed as a Rangers player and woke up as a Livingston manager. What a guy! What, what a guy! How did he do that? What a guy! Brilliant, I, eh? I want to walk, wake up as a Falkirk manager tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Paul! You've got to take training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Kenny, the manager of the year award, he had his he had his in his sights. He knew how to how to play us. And yeah. what, what happened? Well, what happened was Livingston. Oh, I thought were. Extremely poor. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they offered absolutely nothing in the game. Oh, they, they got a goal at the tail end, but really, it was like Jam was injured at that point, and if he'd attracted his runner, he would have, he would have caught him. And to, to be pretty honest, it was one of these ones where everybody's kind of took the foot, foot off the gas and yeah. just trying to see the game out. But uh, Celtic played really well. Livingston. Really poor, and as I said, I think Livingston will probably struggle this season to stay in the division. Everybody seems to need a goal scorer. But see, that I was watching the Tom Rogic goal. That that that's a poor goal to lose. A bad goal to lose. The defence is part of the Red Sea, and just Rogic just runs right on it. But he doesn't even have to do anything. Like there's a couple of guys run about him, and he doesn't really, he doesn't really need to get physical. He just walks in, boom. He just, I just walks in, bang, plants a header, and that's it. Yeah. So we're off and running. Uh, Edward, yep, we're off Edward, and running. Edward seems to bring players in, doesn't he? He seems to. He does. To, I like. I like the way the, uh, the, the French Eddie plays. He links everything. Seems to link everything up. He doesn't mind drifting out wide, drifting back into the, the, the kind of midfield area, picking the ball up and getting on the ball, making passes, bringing other guys into the game. Yeah, so, that's that's good. That's really good. That's that. That's what you want as a, a player because it, it seems as if at times players get in front of him. Like some strikers, they're always the last man, and he, he, yeah. he, he can do that. But a lot of times he picks the ball up, turns, and there's players coming in from the, the wings, and he's got to have some sort of vision of players running past him. So like some like Griffiths years ago just shoots, but he's got that wee bit added insight. He just flicks it through. He, I suppose he's not that sort of. He's not that, he's, he's my ball, I'm shooting sort of player. He seems as if he wants to bring players in and he seems to be happy Aye. with it as well, you know. And that, that's a good player. That's a good player to have for, playing for Celtic, you know. It is, I mean, hopefully, maybe him and Dembele, when Dembele's back from his injury, I think the two of them would be, will be excellent up front. And that's what Rogers is choosing to do. Johnny Hayes? Johnny Hayes, I thought, 
started off a bit pretty nondescript. I mean, he made a couple of silly mistakes, but I mean, the guy's been out for for how long? A long time, yeah, a long and time. Best part of a year, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought probably as the game went on, he was coming a bit more into it. But um, ah, I was all right. Not too bad. He's playing out of position as well. He's playing at left back. Yeah, I, I hope I hope there's a good season. I, I, I like Johnny Hayes. It's a good time for Johnny Hayes. He's played a few games now. He's, he's played a few games now for Celtic. He, he's not green anymore. He, he has played. He got a good run in the team. He's obviously got injured, but he's playing again. So, fingers crossed he can find something. And I mean, he, he delivered the cross, didn't he? So, he, he, has to, he has to kick on. And he seems part of the team as well. You see when they're celebrating, he, he doesn't look as full-on figure that he did before. So, the other question I've got for you then regarding the f- is uh, Sinminovic. Did, 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 did he have to do anything? No, he didn't really have to do an awful lot, but I don't know. Sinminovic is fine, I think. Sinminovic is fine in Scotland. He's, I mean, but he does do kind of rash things sometimes, Sinminovic. Like he gets sent off, obviously, in the Champions League game. Yeah. But uh, I, think, I think he's a good player, but I think he just needs to kind of keep the head and just... No dive into things, just kind of think things through a bit more before he, he dives in. And uh, you said Griffiths, you thought Griffiths played well, didn't you? I thought Griffiths came on and I thought he looked really sharp, aye. Yeah, he, he should have scored, he should have scored a goal, he took it round the keeper and the boy just cleared it off the line. But uh, no, I thought Griffiths looked sharp when he came on. But uh, as you said as well, Griffiths has to. He has to. He has that's, to look sharp if he wants a game. That's the beauty of it. That's it. And while you were while you were watching that, I was listening to Charlie Adam. Charlie Adam, yeah. Chico. I so, heard I heard that I haven't heard the interview, but I heard all about it. He's, he's some guy like this 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 weekend with Alex Miller. Who, yeah, I've read the Alex Miller thing. Yeah. Hi, Alex Miller, who was who was mugged off by Megan in Love Island. <laughs> Which I, I didn't realise Alex is 69 years old was in Love Island but apparently you get mugged off by Megan that, that's what the internet told me <laughs> but uh, Alex Miller saying that uh, uh, Stephen G would, wouldn't leave for by a, a club unless it's Man United or Barcelona or, I don't know he started talking he started Real rambling. Madrid something like that Real Madrid so that's good and then Charlie but Adam I love see just before you leave the Alec Miller thing. I loved Alec Miller's quote. I don't know if you see. I don't know if you've seen it. Alec Miller's quote was "Rangers will be some machine." Yes. When Steven Gerrard gets gets them the way he wants them, they will be some machine. Okay. So there you go. There's the quote from from Alec Miller. And did you see the one about the the the, the type of guy that Steven Gerrard is? Humble. He's the type of guy. There was a guy. <laughs> oh I mean, no, the guy, I know, I know. The guy, Stop the guy threw a brick at yeah. somebody else. Yeah. And Stevie Gerrard demanded two grand from every player. He demanded two grand. He just went in the change room, said two from grand. Every guys. player, two grand, give us it now so that they could get legal representation for the guy who threw the brick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, that, but that's just the. That's just the that's just the type of guy he is. I was wondering where that story was going. But it, yeah. it, it was just to show the man he is. And I suppose that's, that, that's, that's, just, that's just, the man just he is. Type of, just the type of man he is. 
Uh, so anyway, sorry, I cut you off with your pride there when you were on about Charlie Miller. No, Charlie Adam, sorry. So then, so Charlie Adam, so Charlie Adam just does does what Charlie Adam does. I mean, there's no there's no other reason why Kenny Rogers is out of interview room is to hear what Charlie Adam's saying about the best team in Scotland. Everybody's chasing Rangers, all that stuff. So Charlie Adam just says what Charlie Adam says. He just that's what he does. And Michael Stewart and Willie Miller just were not having it. William well, Miller just said disrespectful. What uh, Char- uh, Michael Stewart was saying, no, no, we're not having that anymore. We're just not having that. Every year they come up with the same nonsense. Soonis, who interviewed for the twenty seventh of August last year, came out with the same stuff again. He did. That's right. Soonis is out talking. You can't even remember what Soonis says because it's just it's just not relevant to modern society no. or the modern uh, Scottish football. Charlie Adam just get. I I just like the fact that they, they, they say words like realism and and Charlie, just respectful of Scottish football and I just like that. I think now that we, we I think more commentators should start saying, "Look, lads, stop talking." Eighties Rangers, you know. Who did so it's, what was what was Charlie's angle then? Was Charlie's angle just Rangers are the best and yeah, everybody's chasing Rangers? Everybody still is chasing Rangers. The biggest club in the world. Alex Miller, I think Alex Miller said Rangers will be able to uh, fill the stadium to 70,000 70, plus and then they said to him Rangers doesn't, doesn't have a stadium of 70,000 so he had to, he had to, he had to move back <laughs> to 56,000 which I still don't think they can manage unless they've got people hanging from the roof but it's, it's, just, yeah. gen, it's just general dreams just general chat they, they, they do I mean so this was the same. They just believe that Rangers are Rangers of nineteen eighties or early nineties, and it it's just not. It's just that isn't really the case. And Willie Miller took took a pounder on Twitter for it, or, and uh, yeah, th- th- these are the things that we're going to get for a couple of weeks until the points difference starts slipping away. Then they're going to have to get another angle. Yeah. So, I mean, it just seems to be it seems to be the same type of stuff as you said. It seems the same type of stuff, and you've got the, the predictions for the league as well. Mm-hmm. DJ spin that wheel. Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you could have put your bottom dollar on it that Derek was going to say that right enough. But it's so funny, and but that is obviously believes it. I mean, does I mean, he does it every year? Rangers to win the league. Was Celtic on the first top five? Were they? Was the Celtic? the Celtic get a mention? <laughs> but look that's what these guys have got to say I think Charlie but the, the, the wonderful line so Alex Muller was asked Alex Muller was asked and Charlie Adams asked us a couple of months ago and a few other guys have talked about being Stevie G's best mate the line that they always ask him was so 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 did, uh, did Stevie call you before he took the job and what's the answer, Barry? Aye. What's the answer, Barry? No, what's well, that? I didn't. No. And then Alex Miller said, <laughs> which I thought was very, very funny. He said, no, he never he never called me. But it just so happened that Rangers were training in Spain while I was on holiday. <laughs> so Alex popped down. I just popped down and made himself available. But I was thinking, like I was thinking, probably like he had to, he had to like get like Stevie G to get him in and stuff like that to train him. But then you forget that 
Rangers are training in a public park, so anybody, <laughs> can, <laughs> anybody can pop down. <laughs> anyway, so we're off, yeah. we're off and running. Celtic get three points in the bag, and again, all this paraphernalia you're in about Scottish football is great, but end of it all, three points or three points, you're, you're off and running. Aki Adams, Aki Adams, and Wednesday, and uh, we move on to Aberdeen versus Rangers in the, the weekend. Uh, Hibs, Hibs yeah. have got the points in the bag, so you get three points. Hibs have got the points, three, three points for Hibs. And three enough uh, victory against Morrow. And now we move on to the glorious uh, Glasgow Rangers against uh, Aberdeen. Yeah. And how, frustra- uh, how frustrating a football team are Aberdeen? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know maybe it's just because they've lost a couple of players. Um, Ryan Christie and Adam Rooney and uh, Kenny McLean. Yeah, but it just looked. I just, I just thought Aberdeen looked dreadful. I really did, and and that's showing. I, I don't think. I don't think Aberdeen are going to make the top six if that's if that's what they're going to play like. You've got you've got Celtic, you've got Rangers, you've got Kilmarnock, you've got Hearts, Hibs. Kelly, get their, Kelly, do you see Kelly's second goal? Wow, what Kelly, a goal! Kelly had a great side. What a goal. Their second goal. The guy absolutely hammered it. What a goal. Yeah. And the, their pitch looks rubbish. So that's great for them, isn't it? It's like it's sand Aye. and stuff. Aye. That artificial stuff's horrific. Livingston's artificial and so is Aki's this year as well. Yeah. So yeah, three of them. A lot of artificial parks. But um, as I said, I, I, I didn't think Aberdeen played particularly well. But I thought it was, there wasn't really an awful lot between the two teams. If I'm honest, I thought Rangers were maybe the better of the game. But they didn't really create an awful lot of chances. I mean, I suppose down to 10 men after 10 minutes or whatever it is. But didn't really create an awful lot. And didn't, look, didn't look too great. But um, obviously, what do you make of the sending off then? Morelos is sending off. I don't know. I mean, look, I didn't even see it. It was yeah. just totally, it's totally unprofessional. I mean, like they've, they've appealed it today, but it's totally unprofessional. Like that—that's—that's that's what he wants to do. And if he wants to see if he gets away with it, then fine. But he's not. Yeah. Like you can't get away with things like that, and it just ruins the game as well. Like you wanted to see, you wanted to see him do well. You wanted to see what it would be like eleven against eleven. But you kind of walk away from the game thinking. You're trying, to, you're trying to think to yourself, you don't really get a good represent, representation of Rangers because they didn't play with a striker up front. I know. And uh, that that doesn't really give you a good view of who they are. And uh, Morelis just becomes an enigma now. He's just an enigma. Yes, I mean, if you're, if you're Stevie G, what do you do with him? Do you get rid of him? I think Stevie G had spoke before the game about keeping our composure and um, everybody remaining focused and Within ten minutes, you're down to ten men because your your striker, your main strikers, took a boot at somebody else. I'm really, really sorry. Due to a technical difficulty, I my computer going on the blink. Uh, we had to cut it short this week, but we'll do another one hopefully tomorrow. Uh, just to look at AKA Athens, which I said properly, and uh, well, hopefully we can do one tomorrow because Bertie's away to talk to his agent. 
due to my <laughs> terrible technical performance tonight. Uh, thank you again, guys, for listening, and we'll hopefully have one for you tomorrow as well. Take care. All the best. Bye-bye.